0: Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast. This is a special Patreon episode with a bunch of accordionists. We've got some uh, returning guests and one brand new guest and we all are accordion players and we are going to talk about some of our favorite, favorite They Might Be Giant songs featuring some, uh, some John Linnell squeeze box action and we're recording this the day after JL's birthday so that's pretty cool. And, uh, so let's, uh, let's introduce our guests. We've got, uh, I think the most, the, the senior, <laughs> the, uh, senior guests on the pod with the most, uh, appearances would be Mari Morton in Nashville, Tennessee. Mari, what's up?
1: You know, <laughs> I made it. <laughs>
0: yeah. What I say? I know you made sure to make it clear in the chat. You're like, hey, I'm not going to be late this time. You like being fashionably late.
1: I, I worked out all my technical difficulties beforehand. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got a new... Was it a new computer a new iPad? What do you get you over there? Some new tech?
1: Well, some of the same old stuff, but I'm finally fi- starting to figure it out. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> and we're... Yeah, you know, let's see. We figured it out before we were recording. You were on the two... So this is your third Patreon episode since you were on both of the Miscellaneous Trans episodes. And then you are on... Along with Carrie Hearn, you were on the social media episode, which was not, it was earlier this year. And then back last fall was Take Out the Trash. So welcome back.
1: I remember that I got a little drop in on that Montana State Songs episode, too. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I did that.
1: Yeah. So, my sixth. Hooray.
0: Hurrah. And then we've got uh, Noah, Noah Daniel Ludwig. Over in Germany, coming back, uh, people just heard you talking about um, a whole lot of glean. What's up, man?
2: Hi. I'm, I'm glad that I can be on this again.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Daryl Till in England. And uh, coming back after the, the massive, the longest episode to date, Someone Keeps Moving My Chair episode. What's up,
3: Daryl? <laughs> hello gregory you almost got top england you almost
0: got topped um hello governor you almost got topped this last week um by uh by an irishman <laughs> gareth really? lyons episode uh on i'm impressed we uh we really hit it off and talked about uh like 30 minutes worth of stuff before we ever really got into the song. <laughs> so for that one, it was a lot more kind of chit chat and a lot of political stuff because of the way that song is. And, uh, yours was long because of the, uh, then the, the extended covers section after yeah, the shit posting and, and
3: My great ability for diversions. Oh, well, that's what we, the <laughs> we meandered about. a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's <laughs> expected at this point. I don't hear anyone complaining about it. Not getting any, uh, Reviews on Apple Podcasts about uh, people complaining about having too much content. These episodes are too long. I haven't had that, so that's that's nice. And then we've got Bryce Hurst making uh, his first appearance. Where are you at again, Bryce?
4: Yeah, I'm in uh, Kingsport, Tennessee. Oh, nice. Which is way up in the northeast <laughs> corner of Tennessee. It's almost due north of Asheville, North Carolina, but it's like it's not it's it, it's not very close to Nashville. It's probably like five six hours away.
0: Tennessee is a very, very, yeah, very, state, very, yeah, long state. Very
4: long state.
1: I think I might be closer the, to Greg than you are to me, even though we're in the same state.
4: Yeah, yeah, that may be true. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So, Bryce, uh, we're going to have you kick things off before we get to the accordion discussion. Uh, since you haven't been on a proper weekly uh, song episode, tell the people a little bit about your story of fandom with uh, with the Mighty Giants.
4: Well, actually, this is my first podcast appearance of any kind. So.
0: Ooh,
4: yeah. Uh, bear with me. Show me the ropes and stuff.
0: Oh, it's awesome. Um, and podcasting is great because we can always edit it later. You know, it's not live radio. Uh, yeah, that yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how'd you get into the band?
4: Uh, well, gosh, I was, um, I was wrapping up high school, and a friend of mine brought a brought a cd of flood who, who and he had just discovered it and got really into it and knew that i would dig it and and i and i did and um it was pretty much the soundtrack of that whole summer and then, what year uh, are we talking what, here when were you in high school uh that would have been well i graduated in 1990 um hmm. and this was i can't remember if this was the summer the summer of 90 I mean, it must have been
0: a brand new summer for 1990
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it was—I mean, it was—you know, this 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 friend of mine. You know, we had bonded over sort of novelty music before. You know, uh, since this is accordion, this is this is the accordion episode. I'll go ahead and admit that it was that it was Weird Al. Oh, you know, yeah, we uh, we bonded over. Um, no shame there. Dude oh no! Yeah, I, I love. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, but um, someday
0: I'll get him on here. Swear to God, <laughs> it's going to happen eventually.
4: That would be awesome. Um, and how long have you been playing accordion? Oh gosh. Well, I uh, so I grew up uh, playing piano. I took piano lessons from second grade all the way through high school. You know, and. Uh, my piano teacher was this great uh, grandmotherly figure for me, and you know, I really enjoyed it. And you know, she, she you know, would teach me music theory stuff, and I, you know, I tolerated that side of things well enough. At you know, for a kid, right? Um, but didn't really appreciate how useful it would become later on. Um, fast forward a few, you know, years, like after college, I'm living in an apartment in New York City um and i don't have a, i don't have any kind of musical outlet that's I, I, I don't have a piano in my place and i really start missing it and uh i've always let you know i grew up listening to weird al and they might be giants and just loving accordion in general and so um i thought you know what this is something that i can do and so i bought a used accordion from ebay and this was probably about um this was probably about 99 i want to say nice and, uh, it was like the best 300 bucks I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was in, it was in really, it turned out it was in good shape and, and, um, I just tugged in all the, all the music theory that I learned, you know, about chords and their relationships mm-hmm. and, uh circle of fifths and all that you yeah know, you know you'll you, made you it know. possible to teach myself yeah to play it so, and, and if know. you
0: don't already know the circle of fifths playing the accordion and figuring out the bass keys will we'll really help you for sure. yeah, yeah around <laughs> that since that's how it's arranged yeah yeah that's kind of surprising i think when you talk to non-accordionists and you explain how the bass keys work you know if that what's the deal with all those buttons uh and you explain to them that it's not in you know note well alphabetical note order um they're usually oh, yeah. kind of surprised to hear that but you know for the kind of music that accordions were traditionally used for all the european folk musics from the different countries like it makes a lot of sense that way a lot less jumping around especially since you can't see the buttons as uh you are wearing the accordion you know feel your way yes around.
4: and 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 the relationships remain the same you know it's just a question of where you put your hands you know, it just makes transposition very easy mm-hmm. yeah when you're playing with other people mm-hmm. but
0: yeah definitely and it also makes the accordion a fairly good instrument for, for rock music. Um, like, th- th- they might be giants, actually, they go away, especially John Linnell's songs, go away from traditional rock chord progressions a lot. Uh, so his songs are actually not always easy to play on the accordion. Uh, that's why he's such a good accordionist. But uh, accordion actually works pretty well for you know that standard blues rock and roll progression just because all those bass keys are right next to each other, right around yeah. each other. Yeah. So, yeah, we can talk about everyone's uh, history as accordionists as uh, we introduce our first songs. But let's go ahead and talk about, uh, tell us what They Might Be Giant song you picked to talk about uh, the accordion part for first. What are we talking about?
4: Well, uh, one that really leapt out for me is um, Kiss Me, Son of God, the alternate recording that's featured on Miscellaneous Tea. I
3: built a little empire out of some crazy garbage called the blood of the exploited working class. But they've overcome their shyness. Now they're calling me your highness. And the world screams, kiss me, son of
1: God.
4: This song to me, I mean, it's, a, it's this and this recording in particular, it seems like one of the most intimate studio recordings that they ever did Mm. you know as if it's it's just their voices and the accordion and that the the simplicity of it um what i love about the inclusion of the accordion is that they take a lot more advantage of the dynamic range that it offers you know you they swell and 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 you know they with such a tight arrangement it's like you know, they, they use it much more expressively than they can when it's part of the full band and everyone's keeping, you know, a steadier rhythm. You know, it makes it harder to use, you know, put in fermatas and, and uh, dramatic pauses and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, when the accordion has electric guitar and drums to compete with, uh, it it uh, you know, you kind of lose some of those crescendos and stuff underneath all the noise. So, yeah, this is definitely a, a good choice. So... Um, what? Yeah, what else, uh, anything else in particular that you like about the accordion on this? I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's it's right there for everyone to hear. Uh, what are your favorite yeah. parts about it?
4: Well, pr- probably, um, you know, just compare, even, you know, comparing it to the string uh, arrangement that's on Lincoln, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, it, I mean, the, the dramatic pauses are what really kill me about it, and especially right at the very end.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. So this was actually the um, I was just double checking this on the wiki. This was actually the original version of the song um, from the Hotel Detective EP, which was came out a few months before Lincoln. So people right. people that were getting all of the stuff, you know, people that got the EP heard this one first. But I would say most of us, especially since all of us got into them. Post flood, right, Daryl? You didn't get into them. Did you get into them before flood or after flood? No, I'm a floody. Yeah, yeah. So most. It's of incredible, us. isn't it, that like, yeah, to
3: think that like when I sort of first found a TMBG community online, floody was like this pejorative. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, And like now, you mentioned you came, you know, you came a, a fan at flood, and people are like, wow, that long ago, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
4: you're revered. I know. I didn't know
0: about it until Apollo was already out. What a poser. Yeah, now, I know. Then Now I talk to all these young folks, which is great that, you know, they're still making such young fans where yeah, I always bring up Abby when she first told me that the, the, the first album she got into was uh, that she heard was phone power. And I'm like, what? <laughs> phone yeah, power? That yeah. came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> For us old guys, that's what it feels like. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, who else is uh, – Tell us something. Someone else tell us something you like about the this "Kiss Me, Son of God" alternate version.
1: I wanted to touch on that that sense of intimacy, and mm-hmm. that's one of the things I love about Miscellaneous Tea is is a collection of of all of these. And that's why I picked two songs from Miscellaneous Tea to talk about myself. Um, I, I feel like there's some really good old school John and John stuff there. And it really throws out everything that everybody should hear before they go into the full band mode. Uh, but but there's this intimacy, and you talk about the pauses with the accordion. I almost feel like it's another voice. Yeah. An accordion breathes like a human does. I mean,
4: exactly. Yeah.
1: It really it's it's like there's a third person singing with them or something there. Right. And I think really what makes that recording incredible.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that people might not realize about the accordion is um, taking the bellow switches into account. And I actually started a new accordion student. A, uh, I figure if a, if a 16-year-old is wanting to get into the accordion, I'm like, I got to nurture that. So even, <laughs> even though I don't do a whole lot of uh, his, I kind of just give him lessons when I'm on breaks from school because I don't have a whole lot of time now with the baby and all that to be doing stuff after school but i started him over spring break and then we just started up again we've been doing it over video um but yeah showing him how to talking about marking the bellow changes in his music um and he's pretty good at reading music already a treble clef especially but i'm talking about how the tempo of the song can affect where your switches are and like talking like like Mari said about how, you know, it needs to breathe and you almost need to think about these songs. Like, and he's doing a lot of old folk songs where like they have lyrics. i will be like, think about it if you were singing the lyrics, would you want to take a breath right there? like, Oh no, that would chop up that vocal phrase. Well, treat your accordion like it's a vocalist. And then you'll figure out where the bellow switches need to be.
4: That is such a natural thing. You know, I, I, that's, that's one thing I love about, about playing accordion is that you, it, you automatically get this sort of visceral, Connection to it. Once you start associating breathing, you know, with the movement, mm. it's sort—it's sort of built in. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this. It, it feels like it feels like an extension of you. Yeah,
3: that's that, that's the thing I was going to say about this particular version of the song is that, you know, Linell sings and plays at the same time, and it's like that. There's a symbiosis between his singing and his playing. Whereas, like the mm. version that's on Lincoln, that's played by the Ordinaires, it's like it's tempo is sort of solid throughout the whole song, isn't it? So it's mm. a it's a very different feel to it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, Noah, do
0: you have anything to, to chime in with about uh, this song, this version of Kiss Me?
2: Yeah, I, I can say something about it, I guess. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Got anything? I'd like to. Um, actually, uh, I really... I think I'd also... I prefer the the accordion version over the string version even though I I love the the intro of the string version and always if, if, when I play it on the accordion I always start with this da 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 da, 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 da. right <laughs> this c- kind of string part because I think that's a really clever introduction to the song Um yeah combine the best elements of both sure right so yeah and um, it's it's got this kind of um it often changes from from major chords to i think augmented chords um which is pretty accordion kind of thing yeah. to do I've never, for me. I've never played
0: this one. I'm looking at the guitar tab on the wiki right now if that's uh yeah it's got yeah it's got uh from an e to an e an augmented e f sharp minor g diminished seventh yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of really interesting chords in this song. That's Linnell for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I every time I, every time I learn a have a giant song on any instrument. I'm like, man, why don't I steal some of these tricks? There's so much cool stuff here. Like I'm just my chord progressions are so boring. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Noah, let's move on to your first uh, choice. What are we going to talk about now?
2: Awesome. Oh, sure. um, yeah, my first choice is the a live duo version of uh, How Can I Sing Like a Girl.
0: picked this one. Probably some similar reasons to why Bryce picked uh, that Kiss Me Son of God version.
2: Uh, this actually, I, I had identified uh, greatly with my, uh, the, the live show of TMG that I attended in Cologne, and they did this at um, as like, I think, the, the last song probably, or, or maybe I think they, they did another um, well, song after it, but it was uh, like how do you say it Zugabe. what's it called after the regular set is finished
1: Encore, encore. 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 right
2: <laughs> yeah they, they did uh, two of those of course and uh, the first Encore was How Can I Sing Like a Girl and I've had heard the, the version on I think um, that kind of phone dial cover live album um, the at large, right? Yeah. Um, but still, I th- it felt so much greater and so much better live mm-hmm. because they they really just were John and John, and yes. uh, I don't know if John played guitar, or that, but that maybe maybe he didn't, um, John Flansburg. But uh, mainly it was the accordion, of course, and it has so much emotion and is. Basically, um, if you compare it to the the record version, um, you notice that that you don't need all the fancy production stuff, all the electro stuff on the song. You you just need the the accordion, <laughs> and it's it's so much purity and uh, so so much more beautiful. Yeah in that version.
0: Yeah. And yeah, definitely the best songs, I mean, by any band, best songs of all time should be able to be an awesome song in many various arrangements. Yeah. Like it should be again, like me thinking about like my core progressions is like, I'm big into, you know, full, you know, Phil Spector, Beach Boys type production and piling on all these different Mm -hmm. instruments. But like, it's gotta be a good song at its core and interesting with just, you know, the harmonic progression and vocals. And so, both with the Kiss Me, Son of God alternate version and then this version, How Can I Sing Like a Girl, you know, mm-hmm. Linnell's really proving that uh, his songs are interesting even at their, their very, very basic, their core.
2: And it, it it actually invited the whole crowd to sing along very loudly and it like filled the room. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, the that religious was a great experience. The
2: yeah, Yeah. right.
0: Awesome. Yeah, who else has something but to say about this uh this
3: version? Um I just want to say that I agree that it's one of the songs that really sounds great that way. Um whenever the the band appear on radio shows, you know, as promoting the the records, I always find it a little bit sad that there's just the two of them often and uh you know, it, it's a chance to maybe it would be a chance to show off the big band sound, but they often have to kind of reduce songs down. And some work and some don't, but this is one that really, really does work, and I, I love to hear it live in the stripped-down format.
0: Yeah, I actually found this set list from the, the show you were at. Uh, no, let's see. So 2018, October 1st. And yeah, so they did Encore 1, right. was Mesopotamian's, uh the intro of all the band members and fingertips. And Encore 2 was How Can I Sing Like a Girl? And then Hey, Mr. DJ. Yeah. Oh okay, This yeah. is a good, good set list here.
1: Another Miss is T-Jam. Yep. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. Uh, Mari, you got anything to add about uh, this uh, Sing Like a Girl version?
1: You know I love this song. We've talked about yeah. it on East Trans before. It keeps coming up, yeah. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, I, I really feel like the accordion performance is incredible. Somebody posted one in the miscellaneous T. They might be Giants fan group. They posted a live video. I think that they either had transferred and recorded possibly themselves or they made a new transfer recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was incredible. And it's been an open tab on my computer now for about two or three months straight ever <laughs> since it got posted. And every time I start my computer, I watch it again. And it's a it's a <laughs> of them playing it where it's just you know John singing and John playing accordion and it's, it's absolutely amazing I, I lo- it's, it's fantastic it's it, it really that song really everything that you said about you don't need the fancy production tricks it, it's true it sounds amazing the album version sounds amazing but wow that, that one really shines as a John and John song
0: yeah, and these Factory Showroom songs, I mean, Factory Showroom probably has their most lavish production, you know, they're using up all that electro money is always my uh, <laughs> my hypothesis there, so are like, let's use all the money while we can, get strings in here, get some more horns, uh, which I love all that shit, like I just said, that's that's my go-to, but yeah, that you know, all those songs are great songs, even, you know, just strip them down. Mm-hmm. Bryce, you got anything to add about this one?
4: well I think, you're, I think you're absolutely right um, and as much as I love the uh the album version and it was the first one that I heard there's just the message of the song about, about you know finding your voice and being unafraid to use it it's just made so much more powerful when it's when there's only that to focus on and with the you know the the minimalist arrangement um you know and the uh, what we said before about uh, the accordion the accordion being a voice and uh, you know to be honest it, you know it's not the accordion is not appreciated by everyone mm-hmm. uh um and i want to i want to thank you for putting this episode together for one thing and uh giving me a chance to uh to talk about the accordion because uh I, in my real life i have precious little chance <laughs> to <do that. laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, you know it, it 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 fits it perfectly. It fits it fits the theme of of how can I sing yeah. like a girl? Yeah, just so well.
0: The might be giants. Fan groups are definitely a safe place to talk about the accordion. But if you <laughs> yeah, if you took sure. it elsewhere on the internet, people would be like, dork, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of gained some acceptance in the rock world in the uh, early to mid aughts when like Arcade Fire came up and the Decembrists had a couple, you know, smaller. You know, college rock hits and stuff like that. Cause they had some prominent accordion stuff, but it's kind of back, back underground again. You're not, you're not seeing it anymore. You know, Arcade Fire's mm-hmm. gone like full electronic stuff, and Decemberists have done a whole bunch of different things. But, um, yeah, I, I think back to the, and it's a shame that that, uh, friends, Nikolai can uh, end up making this one. But the, f- the first episode he was on, I'm not your broom. We talked like thirty minutes straight about accordions and. He's done, like, all this, you know, his wife's a, a musicologist, and so he's he's taught some classes, too, in that regards, and about how, like, it never really dawned on me how the accordion is, like, the working man's instrument. And, like, as all these different, you know, European Europeans were coming over to the United States, um, how, you know, we've just always hated immigrants over here. It's like every new group that comes over, we're like you're not true Americans, you know, like the Irish come over and then the Italians come over and all this. And, um, and like all of these groups have their own kinds of accordion musics. And like, so the accordion has been looked down on for most of its history in America, at least as being like the immigrants instrument. And I think that's almost helps me. It's just like loving it more. Cause I love that underdog, uh, thing. It's the underdog instrument.
4: That's true.
2: Let's uh um no, sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I just recalled one thing that uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to add about this song, um uh, which is the the use of the bass buttons, which I think Linal isn't using as often as he as he could. But well usually there's a bass, so you maybe yeah. he might not need them. But in this case he really uses both rows of the bass buttons, which is pretty interesting, I think. I've got my accordion here so I can like Show what I mean so you don't have to insert a clip. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that was a mistake, but, <laughs> but also in the in the chorus. And, duh, 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 go. Yeah. Be that's pretty yeah. clever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, when you got a loud rock band behind you. Um, I mean maybe like on a studio recording you could get the bass keys on an accordion to come through the mix but when you got like a loud rock club you know the guy you know their sound man is mixed in you got reverb in there you got just like thumping kick drum and all this you know the bass keys it's hard to get them to to come through in the mix so lots of times you just wouldn't bother with it Um, but yeah I like these songs where he shows that you know he's a true accordionist he's not just like a guy who can play piano and plays only the piano side, you know, he can play the, the bass keys as well. So yeah, that's going to do it for the free portion of this episode. To hear us talk about a lot more songs and various accordion nerd topics, head to patreon.com slash this might be a podcast and sign up. Hope to see you there.